Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Today, we're going to be talking entrepreneurship and brand building to our favorite to uh, topics with the co-founders of Zilker Belts, Wade Green and Hill Shands. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey, thanks, AJ. Appreciate you having us. Thanks, man. Good to see you, buddy. Zilker Belts has been a growing brand in Austin since 2015. Congrats. I know y'all recently celebrated anniversary. You know, Wade and I connected a few months, few weeks ago and just talking about how the brand had been impacted with COVID. You know, it's a, it's a, your big belts and some other, I know some other items, right? But primarily it's belts for men and women and how that, you know, how the pandemic had impacted sales. I've always enjoyed just the content y'all put out. So I want to bring you back. I thought it'd be fun just to bring y'all back, bring y'all on the show and talk about the founding of the company you know, how it all started for those who are, aren't familiar with y'all or the brand and, you know, everything in between and entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. Yeah, it sounds great. Well, again, uh, appreciate you having us. Great, and great. So, Wade, you want to start off and just, uh, just talk about the brand and, I mean, how, what was the, the impetus of Zilker Bells? Yeah, may, maybe I'll let Hill kick that piece off because the, the origin of it is, is really all about the product and the, and the belts that we built our company around, really. So, yeah, he'll kick it off. So, yeah, so we, you know, the way we Zilker Belt started was a, you know, it was me going to Argentina, um, having a great time. Uh, went down there doing some dove hunting, and and we went to uh, we flew into Buenos Aires, and so they they're really known for high quality leather goods. You know, you can get a really good bag. You, you know, everything they do is really high end, really well made and handmade. So I started looking for something for my wife. And for me, you know, it was like a suitcase or whatnot. And so I stumbled into a store and started talking to these people. And next thing you know, I came home with, with all these leather goods. Um, kind of fast forward, um, I was talking with Wade and I'm like, man, these belts are incredible. Um, you know, I, I went ahead and I bought some more from, from this lady that I met down there and she sent them to me and I was able to give them out as, as Christmas gifts. And people really love these belts. They're unique. They have their own style. You know, they've been an Argentinian style of belt for a long time. I don't think a lot of people, you know, in, in the United States has really seen that style of belt and that kind of the leather quality and whatnot of the handmade belts. Um, so I'll let Wade kind of tell the next step once we were at the Can you describe what is that style? Because I mean, that's something um, I know, you know, what, what is that? What is the style? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's Gaucho, Gaucho style, which is, uh, you know, the word is, is cowboy, essentially. It's, it's, their, it's the cowboy version of in Argentina, uh, you know, what we know as a cowboy, gotcha. which is a little different, right, from what we know as a cowboy and their cowboy over there, which they call them Gaucho. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that style, it, it also, you know, it's that southwestern kind of kind of an Aztec feel. So that, that's kind of what we played off of it. Um, but, it, you know, it's totally a the style it was started there, you know, that's, that's where it, and, you know, we just basically took something and said, we love it and appreciate it. Um, but, you know, we tweaked some of the colors and we designed some of them ourselves here, but that's not taking away from, you know, it, it started there. Yeah. Or Wade? Yeah. I, I guess just thinking of the word in discussion too with Hill, it was kind of a fun night at dinner with our, our now wives, Brittany and, and Casey, and uh, and really both loved the product right away. I, I had coincidentally enough been running down a paddleboard company called Dicky Boards with some buddies that we were kind of looking for a next venture. And Hill and I were both thinking, you know, what we could build around this product and, and really focus in on 
the Austin-based uh, aspect of the company and be you know really involved in the community as we always have been with you and and uh, and really build something that that we think could could exemplify Austin while also celebrating you know the greatness of this kind of Argentine product. So that that was the origin discussion. It's funny we we actually found the notes from that dinner tonight. We were messing around and I found the the note at Crew that we had taken you uh -huh. know all the notes of what we wanted to be as a company when we grew up and. Really, a lot of them we've kind of uh, we've been ticking those those boxes, I guess, if you will, over the years. So it's it's been a fun journey. How many iterations of uh, names did y'all go through to get to Zilker Bells? I mean, I mean, we all uh, we all looking for like an Austin vibe or Austin attached kind of name. Well, yeah, and I I had had a random other company called Zilker Clean Tech for a while that never really went anywhere, but was you know I was trying to get a clean energy company off the ground for a little bit and. And uh, I mean, we went Mojo Wait. Belts and we had a bunch of like funny kind of out there names. And then I think when we circled back and Zilker came to mind on a long list, we kept going back to that as, you know, the location of the Sunshine Camps, Austin City Limits Music Festival is there. I mean, it's, it's the heart of the community, the uh, recreation and music kind of, uh, you know, center of the city. So we, we thought that would exemplify what we wanted to create out of, you know, the brand as we built it. I got it. And then explain that process for those, you know, I mean, there's, uh, there are folks out, uh, who are out there who may want to learn more, learn more about your brand or even, even start their own brand. How did y'all, so you had the name, you know, what was that, what was the next steps, right? You're part, you have a partnership now, uh, but it's like the business of this all, right? There's, there's the fun stuff, right? We all see, right? But like the back end, right? So, okay, you're a business now. What was the next step, right? Like product design, you know, iteration, you know, their first one, what we what was, let's say, what was like year, years, years one and two like? Yes, some of it was, or if you remember Leo Welder's uh, choosewhat.com site that mm. kind of walked through the basis of building and a company. Real quick, yo, for those who don't know, so we're quick, uh, Wade, Wade Hill and I are all, uh, we're all alumni of uh, one of Austin's preeminent, or Austin's preeminent young, young men's professional group called the Young Men's Business League of Austin, YMBL. We'll put that in our show notes, but we may have references to folks uh, or, or events or groups or, or places in town that relate to YMBL, including the Austin Sunshine Camps and Leo Welder was a former president, but just to give a back in about that, so. Yeah, so <laughs> good mutual friend of ours. And, and just to say, you know, we use some of that for some of the basics and had before on a few different companies we've tried, but we kind of, you know, put all of the basic LLC and bank account and all that stuff together, of course, first, but then, it was kind of funny too with Hill having a banking background and I was in renewable energy development and sales. Neither of us knew much at all about e-commerce. So a lot of it at the beginning was learning. You know, we tested like Squarespace at the beginning. We didn't like that quite as much and ended up shifting to Shopify. And these are uh, e-commerce website platforms that can host your, your business and help you sell online. So it, it's been kind of fun over the years to learn about all the tools and, and how much better it's getting to collect reviews and, and, you know, do all kinds of things to make your website more dynamic and a better customer experience that, again, I knew nothing about at the beginning, but it's just kind of going to school on it a little and, and teaching ourselves over the years as we, you know, had a slow burn kind of growth the last five years. And, I, and I'll give a quick shout out to uh, Michael Harmon, who's another YNBL guy. You know, he designed our, our logo, our Zilker, and he helped us initially with, with our website and whatnot. So just kind of as we talk about some of these guys that you know we were all on YMBL with for a decade on the board um, he's another one that was very helpful on starting um, starting that uh, another guy uh, Stuart um, Hizardoff um, helped us legally uh, yeah Hizardoff set up the uh, 
our trademark and got our LLC established and did all those kind of basics uh, of getting the company together. And just for other people that are thinking about starting a company, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised when you get a name and then you go out and start looking at what, what else is out there under that name and what you can do under that. You know, a lot of this, the names that we were looking at, we couldn't even, we couldn't even operate under. So we were lucky when we came across Silker and we were legally able to do what we were, were doing with it. So that's another one of those things when you're starting a company, you may think you have a great name, but when you start digging into it, you may not be able to use Mm-hmm. always kind of like, always with a few options always with a few options i didn't yeah. even mind like being i mean i was there there are a few big groups out there in the world it's pretty you know it, and <laughs> it kind of related industries honestly i don't know if that's something to do with this start you know, the, the gene pool but there's definitely a lot of bingham's in, in the law and lobbying and marketing and globally so what is the the, the zilker belt brand identity and how much has that changed from day one i mean i I think to answer the latter part of the question first, not much at all. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've built this on a lot based around what we enjoy doing ourselves anyway. So Hill and his wife and my wife and our group of friends here and in the awesome community, I mean, getting outdoors and barbecue and live music and, you know, all those core things that make Austin kind of great. And why we love living here, we really try to do those things, try to maybe get a picture or two of the belt shown in those and then share that as the content we have on Instagram and our website and stuff, but it's really, it's about our, our friends and family and community and, and those kind of activities that we love doing travel and, and like Marfa and, and Big Bend country in West Texas, we love. So it's all, all those things, again, that we love personally, but we're, we're trying to express through the company that, you know, we're, we're, we're building over the years through those uh, activities. Yeah. It, it's much easier when you're, when you're actually have a brand that you're behind and you actually enjoy you know, and your friends are involved in it because it's not about Wade and I, it's about the brand. It's about anybody that wears a silver belt, you know, you know, and we just want to try to move that direction. It's not about really us. It's more about the things that we all enjoy in life, you know, yeah. and, and here in Austin. So. What were some of the, the, the ripples, uh, the impacts to y'all of the, of the pandemic? I mean, the quarantine, quarantine and everything else in 2020. Yeah, I guess, first of all, just, say we feel lucky to be an online brand. I know so many were hit a lot harder. So I mean, first of all, we didn't take, you know, we, we grew through the year, which we're thankful for, but there were, uh, there were some road, uh, some speed bumps we had, of course, with, you know, no events. We used to do ACL, we used to do awesome food and wine festival and other events that really were, were not only good for sales, but marketing value and, and the fun we had through them and all that stuff. And then, also, content creation, too, I think was one challenge. If you think of, uh, and, um, you know, the travel that we've been doing before, a lot of our content was created through the events that we did. And then all of a sudden, everybody just pumped the brakes and nothing was happening. And then, what, you know, what do you post on Instagram? What do you share on your website? How do you engage with your audience when everybody's sitting at home? Nobody's wearing a belt when they got their sweatpants on. You know? so mm-hmm. That was kind of a tricky thing at the beginning, but, but it made us a little more creative and how we approach getting content and the relationships we, we have with, you know, people on Instagram and people we've come to know through the years that helped us get some good photography done and all that stuff. But yeah, those are two quick. Yeah. And another thing is like, you think about the manufacturing, you know, where we get our belts or and man, a lot of people understand, you know, when Wade and I go and visit there, so they're making all of our belts, right? They cut the leather, um, they cut, they punch the holes and then they, they literally, it's all women that come, they pick up the belts and they, they weave the nylon thread in the belt at home. So then they come back to the to the shop and they drop off the belts, you know, at the end of the week. 
So each week, Monday, they come in, pick up the belt, sew them, or, you know, and then go in and put it back, you know, the next week, take them back to the shop. And so, I mean, Argentina was on lockdown too. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine those conversations like, okay, I, you know, what's our supply chain going to look like? Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole world just got shut down. Does that mean we're not going to be able to get our belts, you know, or as quick, as fast? And I mean, credit to them, you know, they, they were able to get it done and continue, you know, moving for us. So, you know, that relationship that we built over, you know, several years, um, you know, that, that, that's times like that is where it really tests it. Um, you know, and you're able to come out on the other end and, and get through it, you know, but um, yeah. It was, so. it was kind of nice from a, a relationship perspective and with our partners down there as well that you know they, they have a large uh, footprint in, in retail and it's in their own stores and all of those are all of a sudden shut down so then they, they're able to get creative and do this in a healthy way whether it's distancing and as Hill was mentioning the ladies would go pick them up and bring them back so it wasn't like a crowded factory setting mm -hmm. so anyways uh, we, we were able to kind of keep them busy through a slower time too and work together to help each other succeed through that kind of challenge and yeah, I think and, and keep everybody safe. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so right now you, you know, obviously you you can do individual individual sales, but you are you've started or you're doing corporate uh, sales as well, right? For bulk kind of purchases. Um, what other whether I guess verticals are there that you are looking to, to approach? Yeah, I mean we we've been pretty hyper focused at the beginning and intentionally so on belts and, and dog collars and, and making sure we we didn't grow our inventory line uh, too fast out of the gates until we kind of figured out, you know, the kinks uh, through the first years. But I think one thing Phil and I are both excited about is some new product lines coming. We're looking into um, guitar straps and like utility camera type straps and uh, and uh, weekender bags that we're working on with Old Enfield Supply and a collaboration and so, you know a handful of things that I think um, will will help us grow over time. The the Zilker Part of the brand and not just being always only silver belts you know mm -hmm. like we want to we want to grow up as a company as as uh, as we've learned through the belt selling process over, you know in the first years so the, definitely the next half of the year we'll be coming out with some of these new, new products so we'll be excited to share those when when they come out but we're getting close so all right yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye out for that and for those for folks who i know y'all y'all can do custom belts or custom colors in the belts what um what what's the what's the minimal order you want for those for those interested in doing those maybe for you know upcoming uh for the or for for Christmas the upcoming Christmas holiday or for events in between um what you know what's for those one of those big bulk orders but they want a custom color for the company or whatever it may be yeah we we've had a variety of orders I mean from our larger uh, like DPR construction and some friends we have there I think they've ordered. 500 plus belts over the years and and uh, we're obviously able to do custom for them i think somewhere around 100 belts is uh what we need just to coordinate with our partners in, in buenos aires and kind of sometimes uh we're taking a little bit of attention uh away from our own you know trying to get our individual orders done as well so it's yeah there's not a but but with that exactly. said we love orders that yeah are, orders. that are over 100 and we'll put the logo and do it all yeah um, the big corporate orders, you know, we were we were doing quite a few of them before COVID. Then COVID kind of came along, as you could imagine, the corporate orders, we, we kind of, you know, we weren't really focused on those as much. Uh, we just kind of wanted to get through it, right? So I think now as, as businesses are picking back up, things are kind of getting back to normal, we'll probably start seeing some more corporate orders. But, but we're definitely happy to talk to anybody about 
custom customized belts. Great. We'll put your we'll put that information in the show notes. I want to uh, thank Wade Green and Hill Shans, the co-founders of Zilker Belts, for their time. You can learn more about Zilker Belts and purchase items. More importantly, at Zilker Belts www.zilkerbelts.com. And also for listeners of the show, we have a special discount code for 20% off your purchase. If you type in BG podcast, all caps, gentlemen, thank you for your time. Thanks, AJ. Thanks, AJ. Have a great one, man.